Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everybody, welcome to another episode of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. Hooray! Hooray. Hello. Hi, Patrick. Hello, Miranda. I see you there. That's a familiar I'm, face. I blend into the background like nothing else. <laughs> I am a forgetful man. A forgettable, I should say. Oh, never. My name is Miranda Selwood, in case you've forgotten my name. And to my right... Zancy Weber. Julie Eisentrager. And... Oh, Patrick Aitken. Patrick's back. We Hi, love Patrick. Patrick so much, we're not even going to call him a guest anymore. Well, no, this is the third, so... You know. I could be a stain. A, s- <laughs> a smell you can't just you just can't get rid of. Maybe yeah. it's in the carpet. Well, we did... Um, mm, yeah, we'll just call him a special host. <laughs> a special host, wonderful. A special host. An intermittent host. <laughs> An intermittent host. host. Welcome. Welcome back. Thank you so much for having me. How did you just make that noise? Did everyone hear that noise? Patrick just went bling. He's very clever. I'm cybernetic. He's a talented. <laughs> it's 2018. Musician. It's 2018. Okay. I'm a cyborg. Wow. The future's now. Yeah. Um, well, uh, we're going to get to know everyone at the table a little bit today instead of doing the quiz because we all know that Patrick wants to delete 16 more musicals and we can't oh, let him. I have a, um, I've got a list. Where, <laughs> there's such a list. Instead, today, here's what I propose we all suggest a role. For somebody else here at the table. Oh right. yeah. Something that you'd like to see someone else here play. All right. I want to get people's reactions to their casting. Okay. Whether you like it, whether you don't. Oh, are you okay. are you mortally offended? Patrick wants to make me cry today. <laughs> no, I don't want to make you cry. Well, Patrick, but I will do you. Oh wow. For um, the for the purposes <laughs> of the podcast, of course. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, would you like to start? Uh, sure, sure. Julie, as I've already propositioned you uh, this fine <laughs> evening, um, I think, and like not now, you're going to need some time to grow into the role because it's not age appropriate, but I would love oh, to see age. you. Age, don't need to get fatter. No, I want, I want you older. Um, well, we could do makeup. I want you eating the scenery, going over the top, and I want you to overplay it. I don't want any small choices. <laughs> I want strong and wrong. Madam Morrible. Oh, yeah. I want it over oh, the yeah. top. I want you to try and scene steal Elphaba and Glenda <laughs> I mean, every time. Every done. time. That's just the role. It's the it? role. But yeah. and like to Julie. the point where it's almost <laughs> embarrassing for the audience on stage how obvious your screen. Oh, actually, you'd also be great as the drowsy chaperone. I can see you doing that wonderful scene steely dance oh, with right. the drunken. As the girl. 
I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a female shepherd. I know. Yeah. I know. I wasn't we'll on stick that episode, with so I didn't clearly, have to study it. <laughs> <laughs> clearly not too excited by the drowsy chaperone, but yeah, Marable I think would be great. Okay. But I'll we need some it. time or some heavy aging it. makeup. I'll just take no one ever does wicked. No, um, it's, it's never been put it's on. It's such an unknown show. That it's, it's a little indie show. No one thinks yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah. I wish there was some good merch. For Wicked. I really do wish there was some yeah. good merch for Wicked. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, no, it's lovely. You can get a mug. You've just got to go custom, you know. Just log on to Etsy. That unofficial merch oh, you know is what? great for I'm Wicked. I'm going to make you some amazing unofficial merch. I'm going to get any... a tiny little fake plastic baby that you can get. Paint it green. Paint it green. I'm yeah. going to put it on a keychain and it is yellow. And have like a little villager trying to throw it away or something. <laughs> be like, yuck. Great. Just like, Aww. just know a, a dad and a door. That is, <laughs> oh God. that is literally the only wicked merch I'd be keen for. Like any other concept from the show, I'm not about it. That I love. Yeah. Yeah. It's All right. Good. Do you want to pass Julie? on? Yes. Uh, Zane. Oh, oh no. Oh, yes. Oh, what did I do? suspense. Oh, yes. Um, I would like to see you as Miss Trunchbull. All right. From Matilda. All right. I'll take Pretty it. Pretty standard. Steal I would, I would, Patrick's dream role. No, I will. I will steal Patrick's <laughs> dream will. role. He will. That's the problem. So if it comes down to me casting Matilda, it's going to be a bad day. I'm going to have to make sure you're cast in Wicked so you can't put on Matilda. It's the only option. <laughs> That's the only option, assuming both shows are being put on in Brisbane at the same time. Oh, Look, wow, it, we're really limiting ourselves to Brisbane, guys. <laughs> like, we're not going anywhere. Dream big. Um, <laughs> Wait, is Matilda, is Matilda still on Broadway? No, no. No. No, 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 no. It's not even in New Zealand anymore. I think it's Wicked done. is still on West End, though, isn't it? Probably. Wicked's still everywhere. Wicked's still everywhere. Wicked is. All right. it's, we got, we've this got, conflict could still happen. We have community productions of Wicked. There's opportunities. I'm going to pick Miranda. And this is something I haven't I'm actually... I'm going to take control of this podcast I am. and move I'm on. I'm going to do that. This is a role that I haven't spoken to you about because I think that you would hate it. Oh, awesome. Yes. Donna Sheridan from Mamma Mia. Which one is Donna? She's the mum. Right. Yeah. You're Meryl you Streep. Um, that's not the first time that's been said to me, Patrick. That you're Meryl Streep. Someone's like, <laughs> yeah. Wait, you're, you're like Meryl, Streep? you're not getting away with it. I, I can tell Meryl. that this is a character. Yeah, Meryl and I have shared many roles. Yes, go on. Uh, Witch Two. Into the Woods. Two. It's just the Witch and Into the Woods. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, now. And now Donna Sheridan. And now Donna Sheridan, that's yeah. right. Um, also, when I was uh, uh, maybe 15 or so, I had one of those, you know, do you remember Star Shots photography? Yes. Like glamour <laughs> photography. Oh, no. I do. Oh, no. Oh, 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 no. Wool and Gabba, like that Star oh, Shots. Oh, no, no, the no. Maya Centre. Oh, good. Oh, it's good. Oh, it's up market. Next to the cinema Even the cinema higher quality. Yeah. Uh, moving on. All the stars they, belong at the cinema. They make your hair really big and put you in some. Yes, they do. Um, I managed to avoid the denim, which was very... (laughs) Why would you avoid the denim? denim. That's very Donna. I don't know. Um, I wasn't thinking about it at the time, obviously. Clearly. Mamma Mia hadn't been written yet. Um, Also, she wasn't quite age-appropriate for a mother. No. I wasn't in my... You weren't being typecast yet. yet. (laughs) Um, Oh, you've put me as a drunk mother. Yep. Oh my god! He yes. bastard. <laughs> you know, I, I I latched on to that casting type, and I'm just going with it. Thanks, thanks. No, that's fine. Those anyway. are some of the best female roles. Controversially, I think the the mothers are some of the, especially mothers are what get me. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that drunk mothers are actually the best. Drunk mother, drunk auntie. Yeah, take it yeah. any day. Yep. 
Anyway, the end of the photo story was apparently I looked like Meryl Streep in that photo, but I never saw it. Okay, moving on. Patrick, I am going to give you one of your other uh, dream roles. The other dream role? I don't know. I've only been on here twice before. We've we've spoken about um, Fellowship. Great musical. The Lord of the Rings parody. Fantastic musical. And... um, I'd cast you in all the roles. Of course. It's a one it's a one man show fellowship. Yeah, obviously. It's about a group it's, yes. it's, it is a small cast. I don't it, know. It yeah, yeah I think it's eight people. Oh, but you, look, you got all you can be one of you them. got hobbits. You can be the one that play Gan, plays yes. Gandalf. Yes. That is that is a yeah. dream role. That yeah. is a dream role. Thank you. I I've got nothing to say other than where's my contract? That's fantastic. <laughs> we'll see if we can get the rights. <clears throat> anyway, everyone watch <laughs> out for uh, Fellowship starring Patrick Aiken's Patrick Fellowship. Aiken. <laughs> we'll put you above the title. Is that what you want? I wouldn't be below it, Miranda, really. <laughs> Patrick Aiken in, in Miranda Selwood's, Selwood's <laughs> Fellowship. Fellowship of Lord of the Rings parody. Please <laughs> don't look into the legality. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely won't. Okay, uh, but <laughs> let's look into the legality and other things associated with a little bit of Shakespearean musical delight. How's right. that? All right. Yeah, all right. So today's show is all about Something Rotten, a Shakespearean parody about eggs, sort of. Yeah? Well, yeah, that's what's rotten. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you just get it? Look. He just got it. Yes. Yeah. But I don't want to talk about it right now. Instead, I would love... What a segue. Oh, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to talk about the uh, brief but very important history okay, first of Something we have, Rotten. We have brief and important music first. Oh, do we? Yeah. Same. Go. Give us the history of something rotten. I will, I will. And I did lie earlier. I said it was a brief history. Surprisingly not. Um, This is a show that only came out recently, but let's get into it and you might find out why. So um, Something Rotten, uh, the book is by John O... Sorry, the show is by John O'Farrell and um, Carrie Kirkpatrick. Um, So John O'Farrell is a British comedy writer um, who does books and also he did regular Guardian, a regular column in The Guardian. He's like kind of a satirical British writer. It kind of makes sense when you think about the show if you've, you know, experienced any of the music or anything. Um, It's got a little bit of that cheeky British comedy going forward. You've also Also, got... Also, the Brits are obsessed with Shakespeare. Well... I mean, fair enough. He's their most famous export, apart from Australians. I wasn't criticising, I was just stating. True, true. Um, And then we've got um, Carrie Kirkpatrick, um, who's a screenwriter who's written a bunch of great stuff that you've definitely watched. Um, I was really surprised to find this out, actually. He did James and the Giant Peach, the film that was directed by Henry Selick, which had like had Joanna Lumley, Miriam Margulies. Why have I not seen this movie? You haven't seen James and the Giant... Anyway, this is not about James and the Giant Peach, but pull your stuff together. Um, He also did Chicken Run. He did Charlotte's Web. He did Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Sadly, he also did Smurfs, and that's on his resume like forever now. Like I went on his Wikipedia, it's <laughs> did there. He do Smurfs too. It said even Smurfia. It said he collaborated on the Smurfs films. <gasps> collaborated. It's not his fault. It's not. I'm sure no. he tried. Um. So anyway, so they've done the music, uh, but Carrie Kirkpatrick and his brother. Sorry, no. Oh, can we start again? I'm sorry. I'm a complete mess. Keep going. You'll be fine. 
Okay, right. We're going to gather ourselves. We're going to take a deep breath. It's been a big day. Marshmallow, Patrick. No, I don't. I'll eat on Mike and Zane will kill me. Um, So Carrie Kirkpatrick is what I was trying to say earlier. And his brother Wayne wrote the music. So everyone before wrote the book. You know it. You love it. Carrie Kirkpatrick and his brother Wayne wrote the music. Wayne has done some other stuff prior to this, but nothing really too notable. I'm not going to give you all the names now. He's written some songs. He's written some chorales. I'm sure they were lovely. Well done, uh, Wayne. But nothing as big as something rotten. So well done on something rotten. Um, So the Kirkpatrick brothers, as we'll mention them from now on, uh, they got the idea for the show in the 90s, actually, but they only managed to develop a treatment for the show with John O'Farrell in 2010. So when we're talking a long history, that's where the long history has come in. Um, it then that took another cool. four years for them to start workshopping the show. So the workshops didn't start till 2014, four plus ten. That is a long time. It is a long time. That's like, like the 90s. It could have been 99. But then, again, it was really quick because it didn't have like an out-of-town no, yeah, no, exactly. So the show was meant it. to have an out-of-town pre-Broadway tryout, is what they called them, in Seattle. But then a Broadway theatre became available um, and they just went balls deep and thought, let's skip tryout, let's go straight to opening on Broadway, and they did. Yeah, well, the workshops were getting a lot of positive buzz. Yeah. So they were just like, all right, let's try it. Let's, let's go. It. Might have had something to do with wanting to keep that cast too. Could be as yeah. well. Yeah. Get in. And we'll done. talk about that later, I Lock think. Lock them down. Mm. It's a good cast. Um, so the show opened on Broadway at the St. James Theatre um, in previews on the 23rd of March 2015 and it officially opened on April 22nd. It closed on January 1st in 2017 after 742 performances. That's a decent run. It's not a bad run. That's a solid run. It's not a bad run. Um, a national tour also launched yeah, in New York on January 10th. 2017, and that's what I've seen a lot with especially the more recent musicals. They're really building them to transition into national tours. So they're setting them up so that whenever they close, if it's planned or if it's sadly unplanned, they can transition to that tour state. I think they always did that, but they, I think more often they actually take the Broadway cast yes. into tour, mm. which um, There's is a couple. not how it used to be done. That are still on Broadway and touring with a different cast. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yes. Mormon. Waitress. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. Well, Tony's. It won a Tony. Tony, Tony it got Tony. one. Just one. It was nominated for a lot. It got nominated, it was, I think it was nine. Yeah. got nominated for ten Tonys in total, um, but it won one, and that was um, for Best Featured Actor in a Musical, which went to Christian Ball, who played Will. Um, and again, for Drama Desks, Christian Ball is Ball? 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 The R is present. Ball. 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 Christian Ball uh, won the Drama Desk Award for Outstanding Featured Actor. Um, And Outstanding he is. Oh, yes, of course. And um, again, it got a bunch of Drama Desk noms but didn't win anything. So Christian carrying the show as far as I'm concerned. What was it it up against though? uh, Fun Home won that. Ah, yeah, that's going to do it. It's a a well-reviewed musical and it is – I would say it's probably about as well-liked as Something Rotten Now. Fun Home. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Fun Home got not lucky, but it captured the zeitgeist. It kind of did what... Um, Next to Normal. Next to Normal did. It did what uh, Dear Evan Hansen did. It captured something in the public mood at the time, which just meant it got the support, it got the press, it got the reviews. And I think Fun Home really deserved it. It's a very... Uh, it's a brilliant show. Yeah, it's strange that it hasn't really carried forth like Dear Evan Hansen, like Next to Normal, like carried that... Mm. that uh, Ethos that that fan base. Do you want to know? YouTube do you want to know why? 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 Female lead. 
Same with Next to Normal, though. Mm, there's, there's a young, smouldering Aaron Tveit in Next to Normal that captures a bit of that yeah, core musical theatre fan base, that teen audience. Same oh Ben Platt, but Fun Home, you've got, is it Michael Severus? Yes, and then I will say dubiously. I think it was Michael Severus. Yeah, definitely don't look at um, And then you've got <laughs> and the fantastic young actress who played um, the lead in Fun Home, but it doesn't capture that. And I, I'm not to be derogatory about the sort of audiences that carry it forward because I'm definitely one of them. Mm. But if you've got a young, handsome male lead, it's sellable. You can sell a show and you can get, an, you can get a fan base behind them. Um, and Fun Home doesn't really have that actor in it, mm. I don't think. Yeah, That's upsetting. I mean, but it's a great show. Check it out. Does it with a with a lady though? Yeah, it like does. They, they it sell does it around the lead. Around they the do. Lead. Yeah. But mm. anyway, something rotten. Yeah, let's get back to that. All right. Any other history, Patrick, or should we? That's about it. It's you know, it's a very recent show. There's not too much else to talk about. No um, controversy. No. Not that I'm aware of, but you're giving no, me no, a look. Okay. That I was legitimately oh, okay. Good. I was like, what have I missed? What have I missed? Did Christian Ball slap a duck. <laughs> No, yeah, he, he, he came on He came on stage with a live duck, slapped it. He that did a tribute du- to Ozzy Osbourne. He does that in every show. That duck was oh getting lippy. He needed to show it who's <laughs> boss. Okay, I'm, uh, yeah, let's move on. Let's definitely <laughs> oh, move on. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the plot. Are you ready? all about what happens in Something Rotten. Our story starts in the Renaissance. Once upon a time. In the Renaissance. <laughs> Tutoring. That joke will be funny later after <laughs> that we discuss the songs. <laughs> well, hopefully you already listened to it in preparation for this episode. I did, uh, I did. And in the Renaissance, William Shakespeare is a little bit of a rock star in the poetry world. Yeah, he Slash is. the world in general he is- in London. I would compare him to, in this story, like the Zac Efron of I wouldn't. I feel like Shakespeare in this world is respected um, and people like him. If you uh, <laughs> Zac Efron shirtless. Um, but, and like Zac Efron, he wears a codpiece. Yes. yes. He does. He does wear a codpiece. Uh, most people here in this show wear codpieces. It is as was the style of the time. Codpie? The but, Renaissance? Uh, oh, the Renaissance, mm. yeah. And Tudor England... Elizabethan England, Victorian England. So, Renaissance. You have to pick one of those. It can't be Victorian and Tudor. Well, I'm not sure which them. one it is. Just say whatever you like. I'm they, going to believe they, you. They refer to themselves as Tudors. So Wonderful. We'll stick with Tudor. Let's run with that. So, Will is a featured character in the show, but he is not the lead character. The lead character is, in fact, Nick Bottom. His name is Bottom, <laughs> Nick Bottom. He has a brother, Nigel Julie. Bottom. And is uh, married. You giggle every time he says bottom. You can if you want. It'll get old, but you can. <laughs> and uh, he is married to B. B. Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and they are writers. They are poets, and they want. They hate Shakespeare. Well, he he hates Shakespeare because Shakespeare has everything that he wants. Yeah, but he's better than him. Is he? We will go on to find out we will. because he gets a bright idea to go see a soothsayer, an oracle, and find out what Shakespeare's best play will be. I love a good so witch. that he can plagiarize the future 
and steal some of Shakespeare's, you know, popularity. Brilliant. Rock star status. Great idea. Yep. Flawless. Flawless Okay, plan. so he goes to do this. Unfortunately, this soothsayer is not uh, 100% like factual about what they see and what they're interpreting. So, Is she a charlatan? He. He. In, in, in Broadway, he was played by a man. Oh, goodness. Uh, so he uh, foresees that the big thing in the future of, of theatre is musicals. And Correct. That, yep. So, oh, it is a man. So yeah. go on. Sorry, I've just had a mental flashback to seeing this. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Zane. Yeah, you're 100% correct. Yeah, Oracle, a male, audience, pay attention. But that, that wasn't <laughs> the exact question that he asked. What is Will Shakespeare's masterpiece, his best work? The musical, and he mispronounces it because it's not very clear. Things are fuzzy, the future. It's Omelette. And so... Omelette? Omelette. Homlet. So Nick Bottom and enlists his brother to write the musical version of Omelette. <laughs> it's a good premise. <laughs> like it's a funny start to a show. Yeah. I think it's great. So they set out to do this. Now Nigel Bottom is an actual poet. Like he actually has some talent. There's a subplot where he has uh, uh, a love interest in Portia, who is a preacher's daughter, who also loves poetry in a very sexual sense. <laughs> like they have a song about how much poetry turns them on. Uh, wow. Uh, sidebar. This is a question I like to ask of all romantic subplots. Mm-hmm. Does it need to be in the show, or is it just there? One, to confirm that the character's straight. Two, to get a soprano on the set. Like, does it, this does show it, does needs it, a few ladies. It does need yeah. ladies, but is, is she given a character or is I she would, there as a I prop? I would say she is there as a way to give Nigel's poetic talent an, uh, an out. Hate her. it. Yeah. Oh, she's not the weak female romantic no, she's very no. bossy. Oh, that's she's, good. She's, she's that's quite good. strong. Okay, she has character. She's she's not she's not Christine from she the Phantom. Good. Well, I'm go- I'll allow it. I'll allow it. She doesn't it. have purpose. No, in the plot. and she she doesn't have a lot of. Does she have goals? Serve other other than to marry Nigel. Goals. I said no. goals. Then <laughs> <laughs> it's 2018. We need new uh, goals. Her goal is to convince her father that she can be with Nigel. Yeah. Look, I'm not gonna. S- Let's move on. Let's move on. It's Shakespeare. It's musical theatre. It's both. Have you seen The Tudors, the the TV series? Oh, with um, Jeremy Irons. Is he in it? I think he is in it. I haven't seen it, but I've seen him on a poster. Well, it's all about Henry VIII. Okay. And all those women with all those goals. They don't have goals in that then, do they? That was the, the goal. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay, Zane, so carry on. Clearly I'm not going to find anything here. There's no gold for me. <laughs> okay, so they have some intermediate success with the first number of Omelette. The Queen likes it. And then a Which lot of the people... Which It goes straight three. to the Queen. It's eggs. Eggs? It's eggs. What's the song about, Zane? It's about an omelette. <laughs> Made from... Eggs. And it's cool. they, they take their first... Their first trial run, their first audience, the test audience for this show is the Queen. No, no. But, but out of no. town tryout. Out of town tryout. You've got to start somewhere. It's off, to off the Broadway. <laughs> and so 
omelette falls through. They get in lots of trouble for plagiarising or whatever. They they get transported. Wait, so who thought they were, they were plagiarising omelette? Well, Will Will and uh, Will also goes to see the soothsayer once oh. he hears that Bottom has done this to, and he's like, "Well, why didn't I think of doing that?" And so he goes to see it, and then and then Bottom and whatever run away to America, as you do, as you do. They it's a short Shakespeare trip. Shakespeare has written his masterpiece Hamlet, and they're starting a theater revolution in New York <laughs> called musicals. Bless. Yes, it's not going to go anywhere, is it? No. Won't lead to things Just like an industry, thing. perhaps a podcast nah. no, that no, deserves never. a five star rating on your listening app of choice. <laughs> At least one five star rating, <laughs> and that's that's the plot basically. That's it. So um, Will finds out. There's a lot of like parodies of other musicals worked into the story, and there's a lot of parodies and names of Shakespeare worked into mm. these stories. Okay. Like Shylock is a character, yeah. Portia is a character, etc. Et I, I feel like the plot is just a platform on which to, to pile jokes. the entertainment. Yeah. But are the jokes good? Yeah. Then, if, it, if then it's you, great. If you enjoy musical yeah. theatre and Shakespeare, um, I read an article and it described this show as the scary movie of musicals. It's... <laughs> Yeah. It doesn't Ooh. make a lot of sense, well. but yeah. it's funny. Okay, is it sort of okay? Is it ha ha funny or mm-hmm-hmm funny? <laughs> Both at different points. Okay, so you get that lovely Mary yeah. Poppins nose laugh. It's like, yeah, I recognise that, and then like, ha ha, that's a very funny joke. Wonderful. Okay, as long as you've got a mix, yeah. a pleasant, a pleasant mix, a pleasant mix. Yeah, there's there's no real down moments in this show. It doesn't sound like it no, really. on the soundtrack. There's there's no. Ballady bit in the middle where everyone dies. No, no, no I, not no one, everyone dies. Nah. Oh, I love a good death. Not everyone dies. <laughs> then go see real Shakespeare. <laughs> and on that note, let's talk about what makes it a musical. Let's talk music with Julie Arzentrager. Oh, thank you, Miranda Selwood. Um, in this little... No, I can't do it. Um, <laughs> so, something rotten. We have an amazing lineup. There's not too many songs in here that I skip. <laughs> that's how you judge. That's uh, yeah, our that's, audience. That's it's, a, it's a valid measure. We've got, High like, intra-rater reliability. <laughs> we retest against Julie and it skips or no skips. <laughs> See how much of stops. Act 1 she can get through. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Does she make it to I Act 2? listen to the first two songs. <laughs> uh, lots of reprises in Something Rotten, which is usually Welcome to the Renaissance. Um, oh. So, which is the minstrel and company. Welcome to the Renaissance is Act 1, also begins Act 2 um, with it's the reprise. Good, it's a good way to start both acts. Like, it's fun. It is. It's quite a little like, I don't know, I'm swaying. You can't see my swaying. How would you describe it? It's great radio, that's why. Um, how would you? It's kind of a. It's a, it's a leisurely bounce, is yeah, it? Well, how would you describe it? It's, it's a callback to Shakespeare having a player come out on stage yeah. and introduce the show. This is what you're going to be. This is where we are. This is who the players are. Let's go on from here. Yeah, true. Uh, but, the, but the music. What does the music remind you of? It reminds me of something, but I can't put my finger on it. No, I don't. It's just fun. It's a yeah. fun way to start. It makes you it's, want to be it's, there. Um, it's, a, it's a bit similar. Click kind of. 
It's similar-ish but maybe less um, childish bounce than Avenue Q in the... Yeah, yeah. It kind of reminds me of, and it's probably just the show in general, the Python songs that they put in their films. Yeah, yeah. It's very, it's just playful and it's, you're here to have a good time. It's a little bit, anyway, we should move on from yes. the first number so, in the show. After Welcome to the Renaissance, number 010, we have God, I Hate Shakespeare yes. with Nick, <laughs> Nigel and the troupe. So this is the boys, um, both bottom boys singing about how much they... Excuse me, can you repeat that? <laughs> both bottom boys. Yeah, well, if we had it just glazed over it. <laughs> both bottom boys, yeah. awkward for them. Um... They're brothers. I uh, excuse me. What are you inferring? I'm not inferring anything. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Something in my it, but it's mostly it's mostly Nick who hates Shakespeare. Mostly Nick. I feel Nigel doesn't have the same kind of uh, dedication. Animosity. Yeah, dedication. To oh, no, well, he's just kind of like you know he's not bad. He's talented. You're just jealous. That's kind of the whole way through. Then we have the first of only two female songs, <laughs> right, uh, right Hand Man, sung by B, um, and she's singing that to Nick. Bang so up. she's been like, hey, babes, get a piece of this. Just Let like, me be hey, your right hand man. It's, a, it's really good because it's like, hey, I'm not just your wife. Yes. I can do things. Let me do things. And what she can do is sing a cracker of a song yeah we yeah. love the song we love the song <laughs> listen to the song check it out you can i like this song. i like its reprise in act uh wait that, that's not the second female song is it we have another one right yeah okay yeah. Um, <laughs> there's, there's two, two female, female songs portrait, the second one is a reprise the first yes sorry yeah. yes it is um do, do, do. then guess what we have guys guess what we Gotta have hate shakespeare wait no yeah reprise yeah. With um, just Nicholas on his own. Just reaffirming that he's the one who specifically hates Shakespeare. This one's kind of like, yeah, I kind of just hate him because I want to be as successful as he him. Yes, yeah. it's a jealousy song. <laughs> then we have a musical. A musical? A musical. Um, Nostradamus, Nick and the Ensemble. Yep. This is the one that you will see uh, performed at the Tonys. It's probably the most well-known out of Something Rotten. I'm not crazy about it. I'm not super crazy about it. It's good to steal from think, for auditions. Yeah. Oh, it's guys. Good, um, because all most of the other show references and are musical theatre parody yeah. bits are in this number, which is explaining how to write and what a musical is. Yes. I yes. think in the context of the show, it works really well. Yes. I, it also works it, outside the context of the show. Yes. Oh, I'm not saying it doesn't, but I'm saying like both Patrick and Julia. Zane is defending my show. tantrum after I no, watched the Tonys no, and said, so, "Oh, I didn't really like it. I'm judging the whole show based on this one out of context performance." <laughs> so Zane is trying to right, validate yeah. my bad this, opinion. Yeah. This <laughs> and um, Right Hand Man were the first two songs I heard from so, um, Something Rotten. Uh, I didn't know what it was from, but I thought it was a standalone song until I went, "Oh no, Something Rotten actually is a whole musical." Yeah. Oh. Like the internet is from porn from Avenue Q. Yeah. Actually, it's part of a show, guys. <laughs> yeah. It's um, not just an internet I think, sensation. I think I might have been like Ooh. 12 when I saw that song, but it was, they'd, someone had like animated the Tauren, which are minotaurs from oh, World from of, of Warcraft, Warcraft, 
singing that song. Oh, I have. And not that seen was that. my. That was how I got introduced to Avenue Q. That's. <laughs> It was weird. You can it's expect that on our Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> Please find it. I'm I sure will. you'll be able I'll to. Find Shakespeare. It. So yes, uh, the Black Death follows a musical. Which oh, is yes. the trip. I love the Black Death. It's a really fun song, mm. and it's kind of I like that we call um, the chorus in this the troop. The troop in classic Shakespearean style. Oh, the troop with an E. With a night troupe, like toupee. <laughs> Um, then we have oh I'm sorry I lied there's actually more female songs there's three I love the way with Portia and Nigel now this is where they discuss how horny poetry makes them yeah Yeah. very thinly veiled (laughs) kind of like baptise me from Book of Mormon oh yeah whereas poetry and baptising are just thinly veiled (laughs) (laughs) metaphors it's, it's, it's not subtle um, then it, we have... you, you seem very uncomfortable, Julie. Yeah, it's gross. Okay. Um, <laughs> Julie doesn't like metaphors. <laughs> no. She's just like, Confused just go out there and, and... Zane doesn't like puns. I don't like metaphors. <laughs> I love everything. Good one, Except Miranda. zombies. <laughs> I don't like zombies. Well, okay, can you move on, Julie? I'm going <laughs> to... So we, we have, have derailed. one of... Uh, another one of my favourite songs called Willpower by The Bard. Okay, Will. And oh, uh, yep. Ensemble. That's yeah. a joke. Yeah. Yes, it's like a spoken rock song thrown in there with a lot of musical twist in it. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. but I like it. Is this the the song that has the um, Queen bit in it? No, the, that's in the tapping one, which is in okay. um, Bottoms Going to Be on Top, which, which is, is the, the next cl- song. You were the end of Act One. Yes. Mm. So which end, this um, is my favourite song. The, yeah, a, a, another really, really strong song. Uh, Bottoms Going to Be on Top is Nick, the Bard and the Company. So at the very end of this song, it's really cute and you should all listen to it. Actually, pause the podcast, listen to this song. And then come back and listen to the rest of this. Because Welcome back <laughs> to Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know, starring Patrick. <laughs> And only Patrick. And some other people. We're also here. And the other voices in his head. <laughs> <laughs> so there's got a little bit of tap at the end, which makes my heart sing. Um, but it's like the they're so speak singing and tapping at the same time, but the speak singing is syncopated against the tap and it's all just delicious and amazing. Yeah, well, they've turned oh, the, so the rhythm of the poetry mm-hmm. into tap and then they're having a tap off. Is it a tap rap battle? It's not so in much iambic rap. Pentamina? <laughs> it's not, it's it's not no so much rap, rap, but it is a rap battle, yeah. correct. Yes. I love it. It's a battle. Um, but, yeah, I just like that it's like offset to the, yeah, it's amazing. Listen to it. Really, It's really, really good. Or I'm going to be cute. mad. <laughs> Act two. <laughs> Welcome to the Renaissance Reprise, which we've covered. Good song. Hard to be the Bard, which again is another one of Will's. Will all has kind of rockish sounding songs because well, he is that a rock star. star. Yeah. yeah. Um, so hard to be the Bard, which I believe, and please, 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 someone listen to it and tell me which one it is. It has a little riff in there that sounds exactly like a Queen song and it's driving me crazy and I know this podcast is going to be released weeks after we record it, but you need to let Someone's me know Someone's going to message is. and say, uh, it's actually Van Halen, you were completely <laughs> wrong. Oh, I'm pretty sure it, it, it is. It is definitely a Queen, Queen song, I just don't know what to say. Listen to the song. Have you tried Googling it? 
No, Patrick, I haven't tried. Yes, I have tried Googling it. <laughs> I was just wondering, it's like, been driving know? me crazy for two days straight. Did you try, um, what's that app? That Shazam? Listens, yeah, Shazam. I don't have Shazam, but I oh. need to separate the lyrics in this. Yeah, wouldn't it like just, just bring yeah. up this song? Otherwise, yeah, it, I, I don't know. Does Shazam work if you sing into it? You need to like scream over it so Shazam quite, can't quite hear. Just picks up the melody Except and yeah, yeah, you okay. don't know which song it is. You can't scream. I sing, I sing yeah. Hard to Be the Bard. Just Valkyrie wailing. Yeah. Anyway. Um, next song is the show. It's eggs. The by number. Nick and it's the eggs. Number. eggs. Yeah, this this <laughs> sounds like biscuits. Yeah, I was just Gutenberg. about to say. <laughs> <laughs> like that saying kind of. We just wrote a song, and it's a song. Do do be do. Yeah, Duh. it is. We've got to have a song that mentions eggs. <laughs> eggs, 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 eggs. Then eggs we have like um, we see the light with Portia, Nigel. Brother Jeremiah, Nick and Ensemble. I don't love this song. This would probably be my closest to being like, eh, skip yeah, look, I don't. reaching, reaching. <laughs> we were listening to this before we started and I asked to move on. I wasn't. Um, it, it doesn't steal the show. No. It steals time. Yes. Within the show. Well, that's kind of the Away point. from me. This is the gospel number? Yes. yes. Yeah. God knows um, we haven't had one of those like before. Yeah. Yeah, followed by To Thine Own Self with Nigel, Nick, the Bard and the Troop. I have relatively no opinion on that song. I, I like, like that it. one. Do I like you? all of these songs. Yeah. Zane, you're not usually so optimistic. Yes, I, he is. I yeah. really like this Actually, musical. no, you are relating yeah. to musicals. It's everything else. But we only discuss <laughs> well, musicals on the show. Mu- <laughs> that the musicals... The rage is setting in. He's gone mad. safe haven (laughs) for the trash pile that is the world. Have you seen America recently? Yeah, there's musicals there. Okay, calm yourself while Julie continues to talk. How many songs have we got left, Julie? Julie, We're going to make it through. We've got three. Right Hand Man Reprise. Yes. We like that one. We do like that song. Isn't that a lovely song? (laughs) Yes, I like it. It distracts from the... (laughs) Yes, it is a very good song. (laughs) I really like the B character, actually. I do too. I would love to play B. I think it's... Be great fun. Oh, B. I thought, yeah. like, there's a B character. It's like a B side like, to the musical. <laughs> little B movie cameo. <laughs> um, then we have the title song Something Rotten! Exclamation mark. Exclamation mark. Uh, Pet peeve. I, for some reason, get really bothered when show titles have, like, an exclamation mark. Or, a, like, just too much. Like exclamation marks, question marks, like, colons, semicolons. I just just give me the words. It like messes up the sort of the kerning of the title. The most unnecessary and, one. And of also, all time. it looks annoying when you're playing music on your car or on your on your iPod or something. You see, because it'll be like, I mean, another show we'll discuss another time. It's got the title and then it's got an exclamation mark, and then right next to the exclamation mark, a colon to then do the subtitle of the show. Ugh. And I don't want to look at it. It's I'm sorry, this is not related are you talking at all. Patrick? But Oliver? <laughs> Exclamation mark. The, Imagine how Patrick Colin, is The down. musical, yes. It's Patrick, 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 think about musicals that Shh. don't do that. That all the wonderful musicals that have no exclamation. I was just like, oh yes, Greece. Greece has an exclamation mark. No, it doesn't. Doesn't no, it? Doesn't. No, Greece does not. Oh, maybe no. that was just some Oklahoma. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I always think of that um, Friends episode where Joey is in a show called Freud, but it's Freud exclamation mark. <laughs> yeah. And is it? Um, I don't Phoebe. find Friends it's to be Phoebe. funny. Phoebe. Phoebe says the exclamation mark scares me. It's not just Freud. It's Freud. I think this is how I feel. Maybe, maybe I'm a Phoebe. 
Um, <laughs> if I had to guess which one you were. Julie, yeah. I think you might be a Chandler. <laughs> I don't know what Chandler does. Let's move on. I hate friends. <laughs> Next is make an omelette, Nick and company. Is that a euphemism? Is that because you've broken the eggs and now you've got to make good out of something bad? Is it a metaphor? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's a metaphor. Okay. (laughs) Um, And then another reprise. They're good at the reprises. Um, A very last song is To Thine Own Self, a reprise with just Nick. The finale is a reprise? Yeah, babe. Is it done well? Yeah, so it's a reprise of someone else's song. To Thine Own Self is his brother Mm. uh, saying don't try to copy other people's work from the future, just write something good now. Mm. And then at the end he's, he sings that to himself. It's like, oh, okay, oh, that makes sense. He's like, I'll give it a red hot go. Cheekily taken from Shakespeare. Yeah. Mm. And that's the show. Well, then there's the finale when they oh. move to America and they start writing their own stuff Yeah, which is America. not listed. And I'm like, that's silly because that's one of the good ones. Oh, it's really just <laughs> bowels, right? You say yes. bow? A bows. Bows. <laughs> bows. Yes. That songs. That's them all. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Miranda is in what I'm going to call a mood this evening. <laughs> I'm the only one who hasn't like yelled and had a I know, breakdown. But you're crawling up the walls. You're all anxious. <laughs> there must be something in the water today. Oh, we do have a mic on the roof and Miranda is quite literally crawling up the walls. Uh, lies. Skittering. I'm going to rein this in. <laughs> do we'll it, take Zane. a break and we'll come back. I'm going to talk about casting. Oh, thank uh, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, Are you ready okay. for this? Are really. you ready? I'm um, actually, before we move on to cast. Oh, come on. Casting. We can stay on track for one segment. No, no not at all. Never. <laughs> not at all. Not this um, episode. I'm actually going to take a brief moment to talk about the director slash choreographer, Casey Nicolor. Oh, oh, not Donovan. That? It's not Casey Donovan. No, no. Casey Nicolor. Please don't go to CaseyDonovan.com, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Casey Nicolor, by the way. Um, he he has uh, quite a rich performance career through the 90s to sort of mid-noughties. But moving on from that, he's become quite a successful director-choreographer. Good on him. Is it so, officially noughties now? Like, are, are we accepting that? Are we no, taking that lying down? It seems to it's have noughties, isn't become it? that in the last but, couple of years. Well, there was another option for a little while. No. No? There, it was always okay. noughties. Wasn't Who's derailing things now? Patrick uh, I'll sit back down. I'm sorry. It's the noughties or the 2000s. It's, yeah, the noughties, 2000s isn't it? actually sounds really dumb. Yeah. Sorry. The Sorry, okay. Get back great. to um, no, Mr. Donovan. But Yeah, Mr. Donovan. No, Mr. <laughs> Nicolor. Look what you've done to me. Um, so he uh, has been Tony nominated as director-choreographer, uh, both director and choreographer, for The Drowsy Chaperone, choreographer for Spamalot. Love it. Co-director and choreographer for Book of Mormon. Beautiful. Director-choreographer for Elf, which we spoke about recently, mm-hmm. and director-choreographer for Aladdin. Oh. I'm sorry, he was only nominated for Tony's for Chaperone, um, Spamalot and Mormon. That is yeah. a heck of a resume. It is a good say, resume. Yeah, as a director-choreographer too, yep. like mostly doing both um, and has now reproduced Mormon and Aladdin in Australia as director-choreographer oh. and just won the help for his co-direction of Mormon over Dame Julie Andrews's My Fair Lady. <gasps> that guy. You come over here to you, our country and... I, I, <laughs> to be fair, I'm Dame Julie Andrews also came over here yeah. to our country. I'm and I, I, I think Dame Julie Andrews would give it to him. 
She's very gracious. Oh, is she? I think <laughs> yeah. she'd be a bit of a snake. <laughs> she oh, like a she turned down an Oscar. Because, she did, because, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, because they weren't doing it correctly. They didn't give it to the right person. So yeah. she refused to oh, show up. It. Gotta love Dame uh, Julie. Yeah. That's your fact for the day, we ladies and gentlemen. Love Dame Julie. Um yeah, so he was actually uh, nominated for the Helpmans here in Australia for direction and choreography for both Mormon and Aladdin and yeah. came away with that one win. So he's done both of those this year. Anyway. Um, Julie, can you introduce the two of us? It's like, dear Mr. Nicolor. Of course I can. Are please you? meet my friend. Dear Mr. Nicolor. Screw my friend, meet me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. Uh, Anyway, so um, he is actually also quite responsible for bringing in the cast. Yeah, he he, he brought most of them So you look at the cast list and 90% of them are from Spamalot, Mormon and Aladdin. Mm. Good to be his friend too. So what happened was the writers got him on board for the workshops and, then and he, he got the actors in. Picked some actors and said, "Hey, you want to come do this workshop?" And then they stayed. And then the, the same actors got cast in leads on Broadway as they always do, when no one else ever gets opportunities. The system is self feeding, ladies and gentlemen. No, well, actually, there are a lot of there are a lot of, of workshop them... people that get end up in the shows. Yeah, sometimes it's yeah, Christian Ball in the workshop. <laughs> no, no, that's very true. But that's this is what true. you're saying: is that you do a show and then the director yeah. takes you to the workshop for another show, and it happens and everywhere. It's the industry. I mean, it is the industry. It... But there are people in this cast who have come from bit parts into leads. Oh, There's good. There's quite a few of the leads Stevie are actually Nigel. supporting mm. role people Love and it. ensemble people from his other shows. That's good. I feel less grumpy now. But that's why it births. The saying, it's not, it's not what you know, it's who you know. It's who you know. But it's, all, it's also paying your dues. That's it right. is. So like these people have been in ensembles and they've been with directors. Mm. Directors have said, look, I'm doing a workshop. It might come to nothing. Come along, help us out. It's like, oh, it just happens to be Book of Mormon that you're now in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Anyway, so let's go through that original Broadway cast. Nick Bottom. <laughs> Played by Brian Dowsey James, and he received a Tony nomination for that role. Why do we know him? Um, he was in Hamilton off Broadway. Did went from there into Something Rotten, and oh. then to Hamilton on Broadway. Yeah, you'd want to go back to Hamilton. Like this is a good show, but I, you know, you you would so go he back did to the Hamilton. Off Broadway Hamilton. And squeezed Something Rotten in in the middle, and then went to Hamilton on Broadway. Shrek. He, also yeah. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Yeah, yeah lots of things. Yeah, um, Shrek. He won Smash. the Tony for Shrek in Shrek. Young Frankenstein. Wait, Shrek won the Tony? The guy who played Shrek? Brian Darcy James. Brian yeah. Darcy James, who played Shrek in Shrek, won the Tony Award for Shrek. Shrek. I had Shrek. no idea that Shrek got a Tony. Yeah. Well, it's a Brian good musical did. I know, I know, but like... I. Because it was really so close to the film, I thought surely that they would have, they would have just, it would have been shafted a bit for being too commercial or too Hollywood. Well, that's a performance award. He won. Yeah, but we don't trust the arts community to okay. not <laughs> get uppity. Sorry, go on. Uh, you may also know him from playing Frank in many, many episodes of Smash. I don't so watch he's Smash. Done some TV. But also, he was Dan in Next to Normal. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's done lots of It's yeah. just his quality. Let's his quality. His quality. Will, Get I'm, I'm just doing the highlights. Will Shakespeare, Christian Ball um, won the Tony for the show. 
for playing Will Shakespeare. Featured actor. Uh, one featured actor, yes. You, uh, you would know him. him also from Smash. Yes. Tom in Smash. Um, he did Spam a lot with uh, Casey. Did Legally Blonde, didn't he? He did Emmett in Legally Blonde, yeah. but I'm saying this is where he came from, going uh, into something rotten. Oh, okay. He knew the director from having done The Historian and those various yes, other yeah. roles in that that um, actor's plot. Uh, in Spamalot, he also, yes, he was the original Emmett in Legally Blonde and he's currently Willy Wonka in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> well, he, yeah. I mean, it's closing February. Yeah, but yeah. which despite closing like shaky February. early reviews has had a pretty solid run. So good on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Nigel Bottom, John Cariani, uh, he won a Tony in 2004, quite so many years before, for a featured actor in Fiddler on the Roof and that appears to be pretty much the – he's got quite a sparse resume as far mm. as musicals are concerned but he's a legit Shakespearean actor so he's come from that sort of background. B was played by Heidi Blickenstaff, who you would know Heidi. from title of show. Uh, she was also Emily in Elf, which is her connection to the director. Yep. Um, Good one. Friend of the show, Brad Oscar, played Nostradamus. We like him and he received a Tony nomination for um, his role in Something Rotten. Uh, he was Sir Bedivere in the director's previous production of Spamalot and uh, we know him from our producer's episode where yep. he has played just about every role in every production of the producers ever Wait, and has a ridiculously about? non-stop resume. If you go to Brad Oscar's um, wiki page and look through it, he does many shows a year. Shall we start with... It's ridiculous. (laughs) Well, okay, so 2001, we start with Dreamgirls. Just how can he be that busy? Funny Girl, The Producers on the 20th Century, Damn Yankees, Cabaret, The Producers. I feel like we have never spoken about him (laughs) on this podcast. He's one of those... Yeah, no. Gary Beach was like the one that played everyone that we spoke about. Brad Oscar is one of those chameleon actors who you will have seen but you didn't know you were watching him. Am I going to have to Google? (laughs) (laughs) Just go back and listen to our Producers episode. Would you call him a character actor? Yeah. 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 If he's played Uncle Fester in the Adams family, he's a character Broadway, actor. He's a character yeah. actor. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Portia was played by Kate Reinders, who played Glinda in Wicked between 2006 and 2007. She's done a bit of TV, but other than that, fairly unremarkable. Um, Michael James Scott playing the minstrel is uh, from the Elf cast where he was ensemble. He played Dr. Godswana in Book of Mormon with the same director and the genie standby in Aladdin and... He's the genie in Australia. Was the genie in Australia. Oh. He was just wrapped up. So he finished in Melbourne. Who's a taking weeks over? Ago. Um, a island uh, little fellow by his name I do not know. Okay. Um, I'll Google it for you. Uh, there's a couple of others, a few people from various things. Drazzy Chaperone that Love the director it. had done before. Love so quite it. a bit of. Um, recasting business going on there. Um, I'm going to turn the page to my US tour cast just to mention two things. Adam Pascal is playing Will Shakespeare in the tour. No way. Yeah, he's best known. I can see that. For being Roger in Rent yep. on Broadway and in the movie, <sighs> and in the he's got the look. He's got the right look. He's there got is, the Christian ball. There look. is video yeah. of, of him, him in costume. Yeah, 
So this is during the um, curtain calls for Something Rotten uh, around the anniversary of Jonathan Larson's death. death. Yes. And he sang one song, Glory. And you can see the admiration from the rest of the cast who are on stage with him screaming at him while he's singing this song. And it's amazing. You think, oh, you know, that was so many years ago he sang that. Mm -hmm. but, But even when you think about it was more than 10 years between the original and the revival yeah, and he yeah. did the role again then. Yeah. You know, and he just hits those ridiculous notes so easily and you can see him just like... Uh, it's one of the few examples of those modern sexy. musical theatre legends, like that cast and their dedication to the show and what happened during Rent. the development yeah. Yeah, of Rent yeah. and then the release of Rent. I know we've, you've already done a show on it, but it really... It's one of the few examples you can think it's it is modern musical theatre legend that story and the yeah, cast yeah. connection. Every one of them has gone on to have great success. Mm. Yeah, in in the in the industry. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, if you if you want to feel the love, uh, look that video. We might link it. Can yeah, we, we can, link it. We can link it. We're put a link, link in the doobly doo. We're going to put the link in the notes. We might even post it on the Facebook. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> Rob McClure uh, played Nick Bottom, Bottom in the tour and he actually took over. He was the Broadway replacement and then went on tour, as did Josh Grizzetti um, in the role of Nigel Bottom. Wonderful. So that was when uh, Brian Darcy left the cast to go yeah. do Hamilton and I guess... John Cariani left to do probably something more legitimately um, proper and Shakespearean <laughs> or some such. Uh, yes. So that's all I have about cast. That was a lot of cast chat. but I just Especially for like it's a big cast and lots of interesting casting choices for but one it run. Is tiny, tiny prestigious list, cast. A fairly short list of principles and parts, mm. massive ensemble. So the yeah. cast all up is 27, which I is I love a big ensemble. Big. Um, but, yeah, that I look forward to it being here and seeing Rob Mills play <laughs> <laughs> Will Shakespeare. I don't know. I reckon we could get Bert in. <laughs> as bottom, as Nick Bottom. No, no, I reckon it's one-man show. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> all right. Um, let's talk about casting, shall Are we putting in the cast? Nathan Lane as Nostradamus. Done. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. I think I think that. Yeah. Is no. Where actually, he fair shines. enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Because he's been in all those shows mm. except Rent. He hasn't been in Rent. Oh, like Miz. He hasn't been. You know. He's Zane, would you be willing I... to? No. <laughs> Zane, against what? type for you. Would you be willing to squeeze in John Lithgow as Nostradamus? <laughs> No, he could do it. He's not the best choice, but he could. I would, I would love to see John Lithgow as Nick Bottom. Yeah, fair enough. I'd love to see him try to get through that That tap battle. (laughs) I would love it. This ginormous man. On another, he's 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 so tall. He's so tall. He's so tall. He's quite tall. He's tall. I would watch (laughs) Rent if it had. Nathan John Lithgow Lane. in it? No, <laughs> uh, okay, both. I'll take both. No, no, no. We have to focus. Yes. Okay, this is um, the focus section okay. of the podcast. All right. I would Who are we putting cast. in something rotten? Mm. I'm just... You know, I wouldn't mind seeing as Nostradamus Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, right. Oh, she does a lot of those. I'll give it to you. Like, yeah, those kind of character-y, character. jokey... Um, oh, she I pops in is to do Nostradamus that. Nostradamus... Uh, 
a cameo in the show. Yeah. So just comes in, does that song, disappears. Just that one one bit and then he, I the think he's King part Herod of the, of the show. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's so much fun to, you can play around with the casting a bit more because it is that cameo role yeah. where they, they fit that mould. Um, you, you can put anyone who's good there. Let's put Emma Thompson in. Well, you can put anyone who's good <laughs> Let's in do the it. whole show, please. I would like Emma Thompson to play B. Look, as Emma. long as Emma Thompson's in yeah. the show. <laughs> I would like to see um, Sean Hayes as Will, a.k.a. The Bard. Sean Hayes. Mm. Yeah, I could see that. Riddle me this. Yeah. Who is Sean Hayes? He Jack plays Jack. Yeah. Just Jack. Just he is a, quite a good musical theatre performer. Is he? Mm. Yeah, well, he's legit. Oh, oh in yeah. that case, if I'm casting Will and Grace, peeps, I would like Megan Mullally as B. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I'll pay it. No, yeah, no, I'm I, actually oddly behind that choice. <laughs> <laughs> Miranda, what, what have you got? I haven't got anything, man. I well, just, Megan Mullally it is. Put, no objections. I, actually, I also have... Two more for B. I would like to see Laura. Is it uh, Bundy? Bell no. Bundy. Osnes. No. Osnes. No. As B and Sutton Foster. Even though I don't cast Sutton Foster in anything ever. Don't worry. Someone I will cast Sutton Foster. She doesn't need to be cast <laughs> anymore. Sutton would be Portia if Mullally was yes, B. Yes, I like yeah. that. Hunter yeah. Foster. I think would be good in this show. As he Nigel? would make a great will. Ooh, he would make yes. a great will. He's got I that kind Nigel. of and like this is the wrong way to describe it. But kind of piratey look about him, yeah. like he's a little bit scruffy, but in a kind of um way. Um. That's a bit like you, Patrick. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen in the you audience, know, I just tossed my you, luscious you said locks. Pirate, and so Kevin Klein as well. Oh, be still my beating heart. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. so old, good. But I, think I don't care. Off. And he's yeah, got like yeah. Will could be older. Yeah, absolutely. Will could be this like. And maybe, maybe you know, you can play that he's been so good for so long. That's where the arrogance has gone. Oh, he's brilliant, Zane. Stop oh. it. We have to move on. It can't be we topped. We really do. We, we haven't put it. Zac Efron anywhere good. yet. Good. Cut it. Cut it now. <laughs> um, I oh, would like you, to see him as the Nick and Nigel I and B. <laughs> Look, if, you, if you're going to play the rock star card... Then doesn't he need to play Will? Is oh my he a rock goodness, star? Can you imagine he was in a high Will musical like the can bard I, that has no can shirt I on? Put something out here. Justin Bieber as We've, Will? No, <laughs> we no, have, no, 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 we put no, Kevin no, no, Klein in the role. <laughs> I'm just what going about, in a new direction, what guys. Down direction. <laughs> Zach Efron, Harry Styles as, as Will. Harry Styles as Will. <laughs> the minstrel. Yes. It's not a lot of personality, but you have to kind of turn it on. You you present the rest of the cast. Welcome to the I, I think he could really. He's pretty good that. at turning stuff on. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. I, I'm not joking. I, I honestly think Harry Styles would work in this show. I honestly After think he would not. Is he arrogant enough? Like Will has he the can he arrogant of enough? Arrogant. He Chris, Christopher Nolan cast him in Dunkirk. And he does a good job. Watch the film. Yeah, but kid can not, act. But he not, and he plays arrogant a, and aggressive in it, and he does it well. I, 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 not I, the same kind of arrogant. And I'd give him a callback. I'd give him a callback. Yeah, that's just because you <laughs> want then to be in the him. same room as him. <laughs> I've already been in the same room as him, and it was a magical night. Ooh, oh, I was in a Let's crowd. Hear more I was about surrounded that later. by many, many teenage girls, and they were not. We, we, they didn't have as much love for Harry as I did. I just want to put that out there. No they haven't been around can, long enough. Patrick. That's no, right. one um, can. Wow. no one can. No one can. Okay. Was it, was we, let's, let's see. Hashtag Harry Styles is a Will 2018. 
which top five lists are we going to put something rotten on? Top five. Top five musicals based on Shakespeare. Mm. Oh, yeah. That took There's a lot, list. though. There are a lot. There I don't even know where lot. to begin the list. Oh. I, I think it's you, a good you'd show, be though. safer if you went comedy. Yes. But I think, I think it would be up there. Mm. Are you telling me West Side Story is not a comedy? Yeah, I mean, it's not a comedy. Most I... productions I've seen have been very funny. I've laughed. <laughs> I've definitely laughed. The one I might put above something rotten is Kiss Me Kate. No. Nah. Nah, I like this one <laughs> more. Right. No, Judge Kiss has me, spoken. Kiss Me Kate has more reprises because, than something rotten. Just yeah. because it's older does not mean it is better. No, and I didn't say, I said might. Might, like, yeah. I don't know. There's um, a discussion to be I, had. I have an even broader... Top five. All right. Um, top five ye oldie. Ye oldie musical. Ye oldie musical. So like set in the 1500s? Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it does ha- is Hamilton on that list or is that not old Hamilton enough? Hamilton is doesn't... Uh, ju- <laughs> That's going to be a no from Julie on that suggestion. That's going to be an episode I sit out on. Okay. Ooh. The hate is that real. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Controversial. 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 I also have another uh, another very broad top five. Go. Top five. <laughs> it's too broad. Top five silly musicals. No, it's not doing so it. silly. I, I it's would say so silly. maybe instead of silly parody. I still don't think no, it's in the top five. because that's a list five. that exists. <laughs> top five silly musicals. I don't think it's in the top five. You don't think it's silly? There's so many there great silly, silly musicals. That's true. That is true. I like I'd make top ten. We, we don't, don't do top ten. I know we do don't. That's why I'm thinking I don't. I, I'll give it to nice. you. I'll give it to you. <laughs> but I think if I'm if I made that list, I'd I'd be worried. <laughs> top five musicals featuring more than one bottom. Oh, have you seen any chorus in any musical? This <laughs> <laughs> also has a chorus oh God, and the boys are kind puns. of gay. <laughs> yeah, true. It's, it still might be in the top five. You never know. But there's a lot of musicals Ooh. and it depends on the production. Oh. Was it in Missouri? Was it Three in Three puns York? in like 20 <laughs> seconds, Zane. Are you okay? Uh, let's say top five cod pieces in a musical. That's oh. also a big list. There's a lot of musicals where you... Wear cod pieces. Dance musicals, yeah, you've got a lot musicals. of dancer belts. It's hard. Where also, any Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> what about meta musicals? Musicals about making a musical. There's a lot of them, but is it but is it in the top five? I don't think it is. Really? I don't think it is. Because I find those shows are sometimes the weaker shows. Wait. Wait. I'm Did waiting. we say top five musicals that Shakespeare is in? I, I are there five? One. I think that's one. You don't need a whole five. No, I mean, you can start the list, list with one. This is into perpetuity. <laughs> so in the future there may be four more that will go on the top five. Okay, list. yeah, let, um, let's do it. We've got one. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Um, it's a hard one. Top five musicals with eggs as the subject matter. Top Waitress. Five songs about food. Oh, top five songs it's eggs, about food. biscuits, omelet, yeah. biscuits. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what's inside? Food, glorious yeah. food. I don't Be like food, glorious food. Okay, we're getting real good at this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good one. It's I, because of the exclamation mark. I want to see that list. I want to see the full list, even if it's fifty. Like ranked the songs about food. Oh. I had that list because I was going to do a, a musical review, just mm. all about food. What's the best song? I know plenty of people who, uh, according well, to be our guest, 
It's a good one. But also sugar from... Uh, like sugar... Dun, 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 dun. No, okay. sugar, okay. Sugar, sugar daddy from... Hedwig, Hedwig in the Angry Inch. One, yep. oh, Potentially my oh, favourite song, song from Hedwig. Because yeah. yeah. you listen off to the track, Neil Patrick Harris track, Rocky version, you're like, oh, yes. Coming back to top five. <laughs> but no. then you hear the country version from the original and you're like, oh, I yeah. I would, like, I would like to say, I would like to submit Nick Bottom as top five character leads because he's not like leading man. He's not romantic lead. He's a character lead like Pseudalus. In right. yeah. all like, yeah. Max Bialystok. Like Shrek, like you're not into him, yeah. but. Well, no, Shrek is. But Shrek still... does have a romantic Shrek's relationship. Yeah. Oh, yeah, forget the lead. Like he's, he's a character lead. Like you need a character. Yeah, there's actor. not a lot, are there? No. And there his romance story doesn't drive the plot. No, and is... it's his romance story is literally him. He's already married. Ha- he's happily married and she wants to be a better wife and he's like, no, 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 let me be a better husband. And then at the end they're like, okay, well, I guess we have each other, so that's fine. It's just kind of another detail. I'll allow it. I'm going to allow it. Miranda? Sure. It's a guess from me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we might round it out with that then. Why Let's not? Let's a controversial one. Move on to the lessons that we have learned about... Shakespeare taught us a lot of things, um, like oh. rock stars are forever. Did Shakespeare teach us that? The In actual Shakespeare. True. Ah. Uh, so, what did something rotten teach us? I think. Um. It, uh, don't try and emulate others. Do your own thing and do it well. You're never going to be better at being someone else as they are. So, be yourself. This is why we keep Good you job. around. Uh, also, soothsayers. Oh, your makes girls horny. Oh, crap. Uh, uh, not yeah. true. You can read I as did much not say as you all want. girls. I some just girls. Say girls. <laughs> yeah. And some boys. Yeah, well, apparently. Bottoms. <laughs> you can't just say bottoms into the microphone. <laughs> For no reason at all. There was I no mean, subtext. This musical didn't Lessons teach me I this. Have learned. But it's definitely brought to light the fact that. Bottom makes a lot of people giggle. It's a funny word. for that's, It's got layers. That's why. <laughs> um, I learnt that it is Hamlet, not Omelet. That Did makes you not know that? Do they figure that out in the show? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Right, it's, it, right at the end when they're in, uh, in America and they hear about Shakespeare's success Hamlet. with his masterpiece Hamlet and he's like, I was this close. <laughs> that's great. That's the Oracle guy, right? Or yeah. was it? No, 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 that's uh, Nick. Ah, oh, yeah. dang it. Yeah, uh, never give good money to witches, soothsayers and oracles, right? Well, no, dude. They, they, they got musicals, <laughs> right? But then if you cheat them, they make your family tree infertile. And curse you. Mm, yes, if you take their beans. Well, I, if you I take mean, their beans, beans, legit, they're magic beans. Give them money. Beans? If they're not, don't. <laughs> don't. Fair enough. Um, oh, what else did it teach us? It teaches us be good to who you're working with, especially in the arts industry, because they can take you places. Like America. Like America? Like Hamilton? Then to something rotten, then back to Hamilton. Oh, yes. oh yes. in reality. Oh, I mean, yes. The reality oh, of yes. that workshopping, that kind of thing. Really, this is a prime example of. Do your best work all the time because it'll lead to good work in the future. That's the second time I've heard that today. Are people telling you something? Julie, Julie's at work. Julie, this at work? (laughs) In between our googling Zac Efron breaks? Yes, it was. Wonderful. There's also the uh, the the uh, the lesson in there to like 
like work with your friends. Like he's got these people who are willing to help him. Like his wife literally like let me help you. And his brother who's like, yeah, whatever you want to do, I'll help you with. And then he goes off being crazy by himself doing what he wants to do instead of working with his friends and doing what he wants family, to do, what, yeah. what he should do. They could have helped. Work with what you've got. Sort of rein him in a bit and keep him focused. Yeah. You know, like we're focused here today. And we've definitely Some of us not are. gone off yeah. track at all. Not once. Not a single time. No. Zombies. What? Oh. <laughs> I think that's the perfect place to end the episode. <laughs> last call on lessons. Last call. Last call. Going once, going twice, going three times. Okay. And by salt. Eggs is a funny word. this up we learned some lessons we talked about top fives we cast stuff we learned all about director choreographers who do lots of shows and uh, everything we could possibly know about something rotten i had to say rotten louder because of the exclamation Stop it. you know how this upsets me <laughs> i'm sorry patrick and but you know what like... upsets me more oh, people who no. ignore <laughs> punctuation you no, have, that's that's a very good point. Yeah, the, it's yeah, there, no, you no, no, have no. to honour it. No, hey, course. look at that track we're on. It's the Woo! one off to the side. <laughs> so this has been an episode of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know uh, with many sidetracks. Mostly, mostly about musicals. Mostly though. about musicals. I feel like it was just jaunty discussion. Sorry, jaunty go discussion. on. We're doing if it again. You, <laughs> if you want to hear more jaunty discussion, um, we've got some extra bits where we talk about other stuff. Well, tell me where to find them. Oh, my mind. At Patreon. You need to pay for them. They're not free. But not but, a lot, surely. But you also get to support the arts and artists. Such well, that's as nice. Me. That makes me feel good. Yeah, it does make you feel good. Patreon.com slash musicals taught me everything I know. You can throw us a few bucks a month and you'll get a bunch of extra things, including the infamous or famous, depending on how you look at it, Cats episode, another mystery episode, and some other fun stuff, including special, special, special top fives. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, I know. Episodes that are solely a top five list. Yes. And that's I'm, it. I'm I'm enjoying those episodes too. Like the two Christmas ones, that's a good one. Very good. Three Christmas ones? Three. There were three. There were three. You've forgotten one already. Uh, uh, you can also check us out on the web, but that's not canonproductions.com, M-T-M-E-I-K, and you can see all of our sister and brother episodes, Aww. sibling episodes, associated episodes of other podcasts at That's Not Canon Productions. Check us out on Facebook, Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know, Twitter us at Musicals Teach Me. <laughs> if you would like to send a lengthy email about Zach Efron or or any other subject to Julie Eisentrager, musicals taught me podcast at gmail.com. Check us out on iTunes or whatever you are listening to podcasty things on. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, leave a comment, do some other stuff, um, get a drink of water, stay hydrated. Um, There's eat that healthy. trail again. You've just oh, wandered off dear. the garden path. <laughs> I started going on to my New Year's resolutions. I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that was so long ago now. Um, Let's finish. Thank you, Patrick. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me again. We're going to have you back so many times. I'm excited. If you love Patrick, let us know because um, we'll only get him back if you tell us. It's going to be me on that Facebook page. (laughs) I love Patrick. Fake profiles abound. It's going to be Dear Evan Hansen up in here. Oh, I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Julie. Oh, thank you. No problem. Anytime. Thank you. Let's do it again next week. Thank you, Zane. Yeah. Thanks, Patrick. And Miranda and Julie? Yeah, you're better. (laughs) 
I did. And thank you most of all to you, our listeners. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode and will continue to enjoy many more. See you next time. Bye. Bye. on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.